God is waiting to spend time with you. Let's lean into His presence and hear His voice. Welcome to 5 Minutes with the Father. Welcome along to another episode of 5 Minutes with the Father. My name is Nick and I hope you are well today. Thank you so much for joining me. Today we're continuing and getting towards the end of our journey in the 316 passages of the New Testament. And we're up to James 316 today. Now, in order for me to uh, unpack or for us to understand what this verse is saying, I'm going to read the verses around it so we can understand the context of it. It's actually in a passage talking about wisdom. What is the difference between worldly wisdom and heavenly wisdom or wisdom that comes from the world or the devil and wisdom that comes from God? So let me read it and then I'm going to briefly unpack it for us. I'm going to start from James 3.13. It says, if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. Now, this was written to some people who thought they had it all sorted out. They thought they were pretty wise. Uh, but James is saying in this, prove it. If you, if you truly are wise, prove it by living a life of humility because real wisdom uh, creates a level of humility And I think the reason why that is, is because when we are truly understanding where wisdom comes from, that it comes from the Lord and that we cannot get through life without his wisdom uh, governing us and guiding us and leading us, that creates a sense of healthy humility of knowing who we are and knowing who our amazing father is um, that wants to give us wisdom. Of course, we can receive wisdom at any time just by asking. It's, it's mentioned several times, including in the book of James, that if we ever want wisdom, we ask and God will give it. He won't rebuke us for asking. But we can prove it by living a life of humility that comes from wisdom. Then verse 14 says, But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your hearts, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying, for jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. And I think this is actually something that we are seeing in the world a lot today because we're bombarded with so many voices and there are so many things being thrown our way that are being considered wisdom. Uh, there's so many causes out there or, or organizations that are um, that are also parading themselves in this way of saying, uh, we're wise, we're doing things the right way. But quite often what is behind them is selfish ambition Jealousy, in other words, um, this um, it can be a sense of wanting to get even with someone, a sense of wanting to have what someone else has because they're jealous of it, um, a sense of bitterness. Uh, maybe there's been an injustice that that might be a genuine injustice, but um, it's being dealt with in a way that is uh, from a place of bitterness and resentment and hatred. Um, and it, what it's saying here is if if we're If we're acting out of those things, that's not true wisdom. It says in verse 15 here, for jealousy and selfishness, they're not God's kind of wisdom. It then gets even more blunt and says, such things are, are, sorry, such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. And then it says in verse 16, this is quite confronting too, for wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. And I think we're seeing the fruit of that in our world today. There is so much chaos. 
There is so much disorder. There is so much darkness. There is so much evil in our world. And I think one of the reasons why is because there are a lot of things being thrown around as wisdom, but they're actually not. They're not true wisdom. They're actually ungodly, unspiritual. They're demonic. And I think as Christians, it's so important that we are spending time with the Father and getting to know him more and more so that we can discern the difference between worldly wisdom and godly wisdom. At least here in this verse too, it gives us a contrast as to what the difference is between worldly wisdom and godly wisdom. So verse 17 says, the wisdom from above, in other words, wisdom from God, is first of all pure. In other words, pure in motives. There's no uh, selfish ambition. There's no uh, agenda behind it other than doing what God wants, loving him and loving others. Um, that's the the motive behind it. And then it says it is also peace-loving. In other words, it's about building bridges, about creating unity rather than tearing down relationships. Uh, it is gentle at all times. It isn't harsh. It isn't condescending. It isn't critical. It isn't uh, destructive in its words. It's gentle at all times and willing to yield to others. And by that, that means willing to listen to others, willing to give others the chance to uh, be able to share what's going on with them. It doesn't mean you have to agree with them, but there's a willingness to seek to understand and not just be understood, to hear others' points of view and not just spurt out your own point of view as well. And then it says it is full of mercy. It's willing to forgive, in other words. Uh, it's willing to uh, give people the benefit of the doubt and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism. It doesn't distinguish between gender, uh, race, uh, socioeconomic status, whatever else it might be. There isn't any favoritism in true wisdom. And it is always sincere. There's no uh, false agenda behind it. There's no ulterior motives. There's no uh, hypocrisy about it as well. And then it says in verse 18, and those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. That is the fruit of following God's wisdom, of, of following the wisdom that comes from above, is that we reap uh, seeds, we reap crops of, of peace and righteousness. And imagine if we all, those of us who follow Jesus, are willing to do that. Imagine what would happen to this world if we truly follow his ways and his wisdom, imagine the impact that will have. It will truly create righteousness. It will bring about his plans and purposes in this world. And I know that's what I want to be doing. I want to be partnering with him to bringing that about in this world. And I hope you do too. We could spend a lot of time unpacking this verse. There is a lot in this, but I just want to give you a very brief overview of James 3, and that's verse 13 through 18. I read that from the New Living Translation. I would encourage you to go back and read on that and ask the Father to allow you to be aligned with His wisdom and His ways. I hope this has blessed you today. I would love to hear from you if you are being blessed by this podcast. You can email me, hello at narrowwayministries.net. My name is Nick, and I'm so glad you've joined me, and I look forward to you joining me next time as together we spend five minutes with the Father. Father.